Hi besties and welcome back to the Saddest Savage podcast. You guys, I am so excited about today's episode. I had my boyfriend Jake come on and do a little interview and in this episode we talk about so many things. We talk about our relationship, you get to actually meet him, hear his voice, get to know him better. We talk about communication, habits, advice that we have and I'm just so happy. I'm so excited. Jake did like an amazing job. He was really, really chatty. I was super surprised. He's so comfortable. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you not even nervous? Especially because I put him on the hot seat with a lot of questions. But I'm just so excited for you guys to get in it, like kind of a behind the scenes insight into our relationship, but also for you guys to meet my boyfriend and get to know him a little bit better and get any questions that you guys might have answered. So let's get started. Oh, also Jake's already asked if he can come on for a part two. He loved it. He loved the spotlight. He's just like his girlfriend. Okay, we are ready to begin. Now, we are here with my love, my boyfriend, my best friend, my obsession. And he's so cute. I'm so excited. But I'm going to let him introduce himself and share details about your age, where you're from. (laughs) Why so in depth? Just so they can get to know you a little bit better. From Michigan, lived here my whole life. How old are you? Uh, 29. I love that you're 29 because... Why? Because you tell me how old I am? Yeah. Nothing against age. I just think that every time I remind Jake of his age, it'll make him want to get married and get me pregnant faster. What do you do? I am a, what we call a hiring partner for a staffing company. I work downtown Detroit. So if anyone needs a job, email my boyfriend. There you go. Okay. We're going to start the episode by kind of talking about how we met and how we started dating And then I put a little poll in my Instagram where people could ask us questions. And there are so many good questions all about things we do in our relationship, different habits that we have, how we communicate, how we make things work. And I'm really, really excited to get Jake's perspective on everything because I feel like we talk about a lot of things like just me and Jake. And then you guys only see my perspective. So I'm really excited to have both perspectives. Okay, so I have my version of how we started dating and how we met. But Jake and I are actually family friends. Do you want to give an insight into that? Sure. Our dads have known each other, I don't know exactly for how long, but probably around the time I was probably 10 when I started playing baseball for Mr. Guitar. And then they became <laughs> friends. They played uh, in a softball league together. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say around maybe 10 or 11. And then Rachel and Jake, my older sister, were mm-hmm. friends in high school. And I was not ever invited to Jake's parties, but Rachel was. Yeah, that's because I was friends with her boyfriend, now husband. Yes. Actually, that, before we talk about how we started dating, that's a really good segue. So Jake just moved in with my sister and her husband. And people are really, really confused when I talk about it on TikTok because I forgot the key detail that Jake and my sister's husband, Jarrett, are Mm. really, really good friends. Yeah, we've we've been friends since high school. Do you want to explain that aspect or why you moved in with them? I moved in with them because Jarrett wanted me to. Yeah, they're best friends. They work out together. Um, Jake's roommates, who are also our best friends, Lauren and Al, they found their dream house and moved. And it was like kind of over the course of like a month. Yeah, it was quick. But we, I mean, we knew their house would sell quick, so. Yeah. And then Jake and I are going to move in September to North Carolina for my company, Memory. And so I'm keeping my house in Michigan. And my roommate, Miranda, who I love living with, I love living with her so much, she's going to stay in my house when I leave. So it didn't make sense for Jake to move in with me right away. So this was a really good kind of option. And now we only live five minutes away and he lives with my sister and it's just perfect because when I sleep over there, I get to hang off my sister. Okay, back to how we met. So this is how I tell the story at least. We were family friends and I knew who he was, but I didn't follow him on Instagram, which I think is funny because I got a Snapchat from some guy that was Snapchatting me for weeks. I didn't reply. I feel kind of bad for him sometimes. Because one day I'm just sitting on the couch and he Snapchatted me again. And I was kind of annoyed. Like, I'm like, why does he keep trying? Why doesn't he get the hint? And he sends me a picture of Jake. Like they were out golfing and like at a restaurant after. And he sends me a picture of Jake. And I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. And I remembered, I'm like, oh my God, I think that's Jake Spinnick. And so then I asked if it was him. And he said, yeah. And then I followed Jake on Instagram immediately and told my brother-in-law, Jarrett, who he now lives with, to make him ask me on a date because Jake was about to stand in my sister's wedding like a month later. Now, what was your POV? Because I just followed you on Instagram. Then you were liking my old pictures. Well, that's the tactic. Yeah. You got to make it look like you're interested. So you're scrolling through the page. But you were interested before. It was more of like a, I didn't understand why you didn't follow me on Instagram. Because like you followed Zach. <laughs> that's Our family's, brother. my youngest brother. You followed Zach. Our families were friends. I was friends with your sister. I was friends with your soon-to-be 
brother-in-law. I used to, after softball games, we used to go back to your parents' house and eat pizza in the backyard with your dad. So I was just like, oh, I don't understand why she doesn't follow me back. So I would just unfollow you when you wouldn't follow me back. And do it again and again. Oh, yeah, I'm like, ah, maybe she didn't see it. You still <laughs> had quite a few followers at the time. Yeah, I honestly didn't see it. But Zach, so his, Jake has three brothers. One's older, Billy. One's my age, Luke. And then one's younger, Zach. And Zach and I were at MSU at the same time. And so I actually knew Zach better than I knew any of you guys, like as family friends growing up. And Zach would like walk me home from his fraternity to my house. His friends all lived by me. And so I was pretty good friends with him. Like when I had house parties, I would invite him over and have him come. But I just think that's so funny. I was going through my photos after Jake and I started dating and I had so many with Zach from college. But so after we did the whole like each other's pictures thing. I told Jarrett to make you ask me on a date and you literally DM me so casually like hey like so much small talk and I remember I was so annoyed I was like why don't you just ask me on a date I know and I said it I said are you gonna you ask me on a date <clears throat> well first of all once Jarrett told me so we left the restaurant the first part's true was he mad by the way was Jarrett mad no not Jarrett the guy that sent me the snapchat no he wasn't mad he, good sport he, he wasn't mad at all he was like well at least it worked out for one of us <laughs> um no he was cool about it but we left the restaurant I was ending up having people over later that night and Jarrett was texting me all day being like, did you message her yet? Did you message her yet? She's giving you the green light. Did you message her yet? And I was just like trying to play it cool and like casual and kind of hopefully leave you on the edge of your seat a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was lamenting over what I was going to say. Jake like- always has the craziest <laughs> words. He, oh, I never know the words that he uses. But he's very sophisticated vocabulary. What, is, what does that word mean? I don't know, like, like deciding like what I was going to say. And, (laughs) and so finally I was like, I think I just sent a hand wave emoji. Yeah. You literally said, Hey, Hey, with a wave. And I, and Jarrett finally was like, what did you say? What did you say? Cause he was literally texting me every hour on the hour. Like, all right, Rachel said you didn't say anything yet. Like what's going on? (laughs) And I was like, just, just relax. I got under control. And I sent that. And then she didn't respond for like hours. I was actually on a date that night. Yeah, or you were somewhere, whatever. You didn't. <laughs> no, res- I was on a date. You didn't respond <laughs> until like two in the morning, or maybe later. And at that point in time, I was already asleep because I remember when I had people over at my house. Tyler and I were golfing in the morning, so we both just fell asleep on the couch downstairs. And when I woke up, you had finally messaged me back. After I think I messaged you maybe around like seven or eight. Yeah. And then you just didn't say anything because eventually, what I was gonna do. Is like invite you over because I was like, oh, people that over. night, yeah. Oh, bold yeah. strategy. My that love. was going to be my strategy. Like, hey, if you're not doing anything, I'm having people over. <gasps> you knew some of the people. It was like Haley, Haley, um, Tyler. That's like my my older sister's best friends from high school who are now my friends. Yeah, that's so, so that funny. was going to be my strategy, but you never responded. So I was like, whatever. <gasps> oh my god, I was on a date. So I went on a lot of dates before. Jake and I went on a date and I knew like, honestly, I didn't have a lot of money at the time. And so for me, it made sense. Like I was like, whatever, I'll get practice. I'll go on these dates. I had like a very set standards of what I was looking for. And I knew immediately if it was going to be it or not. But at the very least, I was like, okay, at least I don't have to pay for food. (laughs) But when I went on a a date with Jake, did you? Okay. So we went on this date. I was literally drenched in sweat. (laughs) because I was so nervous. What did I say? Okay, so Jake walked in and I was living with my roommates, my best friends, Kayla and Kara at the time. And what did I say when I introduced you to Kayla or Kara? Uh, I think you just said obsessed. Yeah, I was trying to whisper to them. But you said it like right in my ear. (laughs) I I already knew. I knew a lot about Jake just because we already knew each other kind of. And so I knew, I thought there was a really high chance I was going to like you a lot. And I liked you so much after our first date. Actually, on our first date, I'm for some reason, I don't know why we didn't go into my apartment, but I made Jake go in the backseat of his car so we can make out. I still don't know. <laughs> no, you said, you was like, because I don't want to I, go in the house yet and my roommates to be there. Yeah, true. Because my roommates, they were very, I had a bad breakup before that and they were very protective over me. And I was like, oh, I don't know what they'll think if we're making out, acting wild. But anyway, so then Jake and I actually started dating pretty quick after that. Honestly, like a few weeks. And I think, okay, we disagree on this, but I think we started dating on accident because I texted you. So we were both on bachelorette parties and bachelor parties. So he was with my brother-in-law. I was with my sister. And they were the same time, same weekend. And all of like Rachel's friends are like Jake's friends and whatever. So they were all asking me like, oh, are you and Jake exclusive? Like we'd been going on a few dates, hanging out. Actually, we were hanging out a lot pretty consistently. 
And so I was drunk and I texted you and I was like, we need to talk. What did I say? I was like, we need to talk about what we are. And you're like, we can do it later. And I'm like, no, now. And you're like, okay. And I was like, whatever. We were both. I was in Vegas. You were in some city in Georgia. Yeah. Oh, you're staying in a church in Georgia. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, I don't think this is the time or the place, but whatever you want. And then I was trying to basically hint at let's be exclusive or like, are we exclusive? But then when we both got back from the parties and we were talking, when I brought it up, you were like, <laughs> when I brought it up, I was hinting at exclusive, but then you thought I was hinting at dating. They're like, yeah, I mean, we should date. Like it was so casual. Well, you also caught me on a four day bender from Vegas. I wasn't all there mentally. I was just like, yeah, we can do whatever you want. I just took what it was for what it was. But then I didn't know if we were dating or not. And then three days later, I was like, wait, are we dating? And then that's the day that we counted starting dating. Yeah. Well, it's been, I don't know how many days it's been since. We went on our first date, 667 days. Since our first date? When was that? In April? April 23rd, 2021. But, well, I love you, my love. And let's, anything else you want to say before we get into questions? That's really it, how we started dating, how. Yeah, it was pretty simple. It was really easy, very natural, very lovely. Jake's been obsessed with me ever since. Gave me a wink. (laughs) Okay. Now, getting into the questions that I asked on Instagram. So I, it's it's not a secret. I want to get engaged and I want to get married. And Jake and I obviously talk about this, these things behind the scenes, but I really do like putting him on blast on social media. I think it's funny. I've wanted to be a mom for a while now. I just feel like I personally am ready for that step in my life. And I love Jake. I want to get engaged. My older sister's married. My younger sister's engaged and has a baby. Like, I feel like I'm ready to be in that stage with them. And obviously, you guys only see my side of things, like what I post. But I get a lot of backlash, actually, for saying things like that. People are like, oh, obviously, he doesn't like you. Or obviously, you're not aligned. Or they're like, you're going to scare him away. And I'm like, okay, we're already dating. He clearly knows my personality very, very well. So I don't think that anything that I say ever really shocks him. But I know that's like the most asked question is when we're going to get engaged and when I'm going to get impregnated with your child. So do you want to talk about that one first? I mean, I knew that was the num- going to be the number one question. What's actually first? What's your opinion? What do you think when I say things like that? Like, does it bother you? No. Not at all because you love me? doesn't bother me because I know that's just like your personality. And like, I think you say it a lot in like a joking manner. Obviously, I know you're not joking, but it's not like every day of the week. She's actually like calling me to talk to me about why the situation hasn't happened yet. Or da, 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 da. Yeah, she posted a lot on social media, but doesn't really bother me, no. And I think what other people don't see is we've had conversations about it. So yeah. I feel like we had two different timelines on it because I would rather be like da, 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 like now, 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 whereas your Jake's very logical and thinks very well <laughs> and thinks about like financial aspects and things like that. So I guess you can talk about that. Like, I guess we just <laughs> <laughs> no, what? what I'm trying to say is, well, I'm trying to say it, but not talk for you, but we're going to get engaged. Yeah, at some point. But Jake, <laughs> Jake didn't want to disclose. Jake's like very love surprises like love surprises. So I think that when, before we talked about this podcast and coming out, he didn't want to have to say details of when anything's happening. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise, but what's the fun in it? If it's not a surprise, I know I, the only thing we've talked about like very in depth is like, I'm like, please get a photographer, please get a videographer, please, 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 please make sure that I'm not pale. Those were all my expectations. Those are all things that Somewhat out out of my control, but we'll do our best. (laughs) But I guess what is your timeline or I guess the timeline we discuss, if you want to share? Um, I mean, I don't – the timeline keeps coming up. I I don't necessarily have a timeline per se. I mean, obviously, I know it's going to happen at some point. I just – for me, I'm very calculated. I'm very logical in terms of like how I do things. Like I just want to make sure it's like the right time, like everything makes sense. Um, for both of us because for me like one thing that I always want to have in a relationship is like security and a lot of that like is coming from a financial aspect right so I want to make sure that not only am I comfortable in that phase of life where I'm like okay like we can do xyz and it's not going to be a stressful situation you know that's when I'll really pull the trigger is, is really it has nothing to do with Shelby or or anything like that. It's more so like that's going to be a big step. I just want to make sure we're ready for what comes along with that. 
Yeah, like paying for a wedding. But paying if, for a wedding, wedding ring. It's a, it's a whole it's the whole thing, right? And but like, my love, I already have a house. I know you do. But we're <laughs> not even going to be living in it soon. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. So, and it's just like we have there's a lot of things going on this year like, you know, we're we have we're moving, right? We have 15 weddings. I think I have we I have 14 or 15 weddings. Shelby has some too. We have uh, like, like total we have like 14 or 15 weddings. You're standing in quite a few. I'm standing in quite a few. We have all I have the five parties. bachelor parties. You have four or five bachelor parties. Like we just have so much going on. Then you throw into the mix us moving to North Carolina and not knowing what that's going to bring. Like what if we love it there? And then we want to end up buying a house. Like there's just so many things that go into that decision outside of like, oh, he doesn't love you because he hasn't proposed yet. Like that's not what it is. Because he love me so much. I love you so much. That's not what it is. <laughs> There's just a lot of external factors that I think about yeah. um, that Shelby doesn't necessarily <laughs> think that way. I, Jake and I were also raised pretty different. We're like, my family was raised like, you're going to have babies. You're going to get married. You're going to do this, this, and this. And also in terms of like money, I wasn't raised responsible. <laughs> Sorry, mom did. I wasn't raised responsibly with money. Whereas now I'm at a place where like I am very successful in my career, but with both mm-hmm. of my businesses. But also, as comfortable as I feel with them, sometimes it's hard to look long-term because those aren't consistent or predictable by any means. Like, memory's not predictable right now. I mean, we're a small business starting out. My classes, like, my partnerships, things like that, where it's like I can approach the situation one way and be like, oh, well, we have money because I have money and la da 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 But then it is – Jake's just very smart about Yeah, and I mean, things. from my perspective, like, I'm in sales essentially. So, you know, with where the – economy is and things like that and all the things that we have going on and the places we're going to be going like I just want to make sure that the number one thing I don't want in a relationship not that I'm naive and think that this won't happen but financial stress is something that I never want to have yeah right for for our relationship because at the end of the day that's going to trickle down to the kids and things of that nature so I just think about it very calculated where I just want us to have a the best life we can. Yeah. And for me, that's that's never going to be rushing into something. For me, it is. <laughs> I know. That, that's why <laughs> that's our difference. Two different people. But but that's okay because we communicate and we talk <clears throat> about it. So like I understand. Sometimes I just wish that we could be married and engaged right now. But I, I get it. And I know it's happening. But want to know something <laughs> shocking actually, you guys, is that you would think this would be reversed. But I actually – I never have wanted a wedding. I really just haven't. I've always just wanted to elope and do – like, I'm picturing, like, a sexy Hillary Clinton outfit eloping. Like, I think that's the vibe. I think that's cute. I love pants that. Suit? No, not a pantsuit. Like, a uh, little, like, first lady dress. Like, maybe more sexy Jackie Kennedy maybe vibe. I'll show you a picture after you Yeah, yeah I don't – I'm not super familiar with their wardrobe, <laughs> so. But Jake wants a big wedding. So, I think that's something that's funny, too, because I'm like, I want to get engaged. I obviously, like, I want to be a mom more than anything. So, like, a wedding's not important to me. Like, Jake's important to me. And then getting to that stage. But again, we'll compromise on that because I get it. Like we have family and friends and that is special. And hopefully you only get married once. So Yeah. <laughs> That's my plan, my love. I know. But then um, in terms of having kids, this is what I hold on to. One, Jake did say that if one of my companies hits a certain sales margin that I can get pregnant because that kind of secures our financial f- – freedom and finances in the future but jake also said that i can get pregnant the night that we get married or that's when we can start trying yeah and that's so exciting how many kids do you want uh, okay this is i already know how answer. many no how many kids do you want if you know then why do i have to three die? yeah and i want three but i hope that the last kid that i have are twins so then we have four <laughs> well then we're gonna have to up that up that sales goal for your company <laughs> gotta add another mouth in there <laughs> Okay, now going through, starting with our Q&A. First one's pretty easy. How often do you see each other? You know what shocks me is that I didn't realize that, maybe I realized it, but a lot of people see, I mean, I guess if you take out people that live with their significant other, obviously they see that person every single day. Mm-hmm. But a lot of questions that I get where it's like, how do you do your habits and routines and all these things in a relationship? I got confused at first because I'm like, it's pretty easy. I mean, we see each other like, I would say like maybe two times a week. Or, like, we see each other on the weekends. Yeah, probably at least. Right, but I think a lot of people see their significant other really consistently, like, almost every day. Mm-hmm. But me and Jake, we probably hang out. We always hang out on the weekends. In the summer, it's a little different because Jake is a golfer. You say that with a different tone. <laughs> 
I didn't realize how much Jake loved golf, but this man like lo- like uh, like Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. Da, da, da. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off there. So <laughs> let me let me explain, okay, for for the people out there. When Shelby and I first started dating, two things I brought up to her: golf and football season. Those two things I brought up in the very beginning. I was like, hey, just so you know, I like to golf with my friends. I like to watch football when it's football season. Like, just want to make sure you're cool with that. I'm getting it out. I'm getting it all out right now. I'm laying it out. I'll give you credit because you did. I did. I just wasn't listening. And then she goes, the only thing she goes, she goes, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Football is my favorite sport. (laughs) I love it too. And I go, no, you don't. I'm like, I'm I'm not kidding when I tell you on a football Saturday, I'll have my friends over. I'll go to one of my friend's house and we'll watch it for almost 12 hours. Like, that's how much I love football. And Shelby's like, no, 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 like it's awesome. It's my favorite spot. I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't think you really grasp it. And then once football season hit, I think it finally dawned, it finally on, dawned on you that I literally can sit in someone's living room for, for 12 eight hours. to 12 hours and watch football with my friends. I've got to say, it was impressive that you communicated that. And I, I don't know if I was naive or if I just didn't understand. I just think you didn't understand. I did not understand. And from the golf aspect, I did say that as well. But in the beginning... It was fine because you always would work on Saturdays. Yeah. At least until like maybe four or five. I feel like I would work, yeah. A decent amount. So then I'm like, perfect. I'll just golf in the morning. But then sometimes those parlay into me getting a little bit too drunk on the golf course and then maybe going over to a buddy's house and acting up. And just, you know, continuing through that. But I, I said it on the forefront. I let her know. He really did. I, You guys, it's insane to me. I kind of like it because I work on the weekends, but then sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just wild. Boys just love sports. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I learned. But I think that will work. I think that works really well for us because we have the same friends and I honestly like it. Yeah. We just got to communicate when you, when you need some quality time or vice versa. Okay. Next question. How do you guys Hold get- Hold on. Before, before <laughs> the next question, I think I may have- Misuse the the <laughs> word lamenting, but I give you so much credit for your. Workout. I will. Uh, I know you gave you might have given me too much credit. I'll wear it, but you get it. Whatever. May have misused it, but that's okay. Anyway, I'm still impressed. I was trying to be sophisticated. <laughs> you are sophisticated because you're 29. There we go. So the next question is: How do you guys get over those tense questions, like talking about past relationships? I actually have an opinion on this. So Jake has this this quality, this way about him where. He is so secure in who he is, which I don't think that I had in past relationships, where things like past relationships in terms of me and ex-boyfriends really, and I might be speaking for you, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like they really don't phase you or bother you or talking about them or you're not even curious, I feel as though. No, I don't really care. (laughs) to be to be frank i don't know yeah i'm just i'm secure in who i am and i know at the end of the day like if i had to worry about that then i wouldn't be with the right person but i also don't think i have to worry about that so i think i had a hard time when it comes to past relationships in terms so jake's ex-girlfriend they work together used to used to and so I think I had a harder time with that at first because I was in, eh, I wouldn't say I was insecure, but I was insecure to an extent where I didn't need to be. It took me like a second to realize that. And I think you taught me a lot of that is like your, and I think that comes from me having relationships where I would get cheated on or where there wasn't trust. And so that just made me, I think I had a harder time when it came to like communicating about things like that. And I think for us, what I learned was like, because of how you felt, like you weren't worried about my exes or anything like that, I think maybe you thought I felt like that. And so then when I would get upset, you'd be like, you didn't understand. No, I would be like, what's the big deal? Yeah. We, like, I'm like, right now we work from home anyways. Like during that time period, I was like, we work from home anyways. Like I haven't even seen her in two years. Yeah, I right? think. But, but then there were things like at the like um, company things at the bar yeah, or no, literally our, when we went to Bahamas. And so I don't think there was anything wrong. Like, I think that she's nice. I think that you're like, it was very casual. But I think actually a piece of advice from here was that I think it took you a second to realize that it made me uncomfortable. So like you, if you were at like an event where you guys were together, you wouldn't like text me or say things and I would get upset and it'd be like a little fight and you'd be like, I don't understand why you don't trust me. But it wasn't trust. It was more like, oh, I was just uncomfortable about it. And then I think you got really good at that, like understanding it. And I think that was just not lack of, like lack of, like you saw it from one perspective, but then realized that I saw it from a different perspective. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. But really, when we talk about things, I think for the most part, it's more like more things that hurt us, maybe. I think it's more so examples of like what you don't want. Yeah. Like, it's not like she tells me, oh my gosh, every good memory she had with one of her (laughs) ex-boyfriends. Like, that's not what we talk about. There also aren't many. Well, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's not like we talk about those things to where it has to be an uncomfortable situation. It's more so like, this is something that happened in the past that I would hope we could change. Yeah. So, I I don't find it awkward, but. I don't either. Or weird or anything like that, but. I think, you know how in some relationships people say things, though, that will be like, oh, I wish you did this like my ex or this like my ex or things like that. I mean, we don't do that in our relationship, but I think people do that. Maybe. I mean, I don't see what the point of saying that would be, but yeah, there's also a different way around getting that point across without making a, yeah. a gaslighting type of comment. <laughs> Ooh, sophistication with that one. Um, I think, though, what I want to say is how we go about it when it comes to talking about exes. I think it is really helpful to communicate things that happened in past relationships that you don't want to happen again or things that hurt you just so it gives some type of insight for example like I hated that my ex-boyfriend and I would go on each other's phones and I feel like I talked to you about that a lot because I know that that's not something that we want to do or that I want to do to you and I feel like I say it a lot to you like I want to go on your phone but I don't you don't really do it anymore in the beginning you did it yeah where I just want to try and be sneaky yeah, that took but me a second. For me, I've never been like, hey, give me your phone. I don't, I don't, I, the only time I go on your phone is to set an alarm for you when I leave. I like your perspective of things though, because your, I feel like your perspective is always like, if I, if I didn't trust that person, I wouldn't be with them. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, if it got to a point where I thought maybe something was fishy, then that would some, that would be something that I would just bring up to you like straight up. Also, cause I don't think you're a good liar. So I think if I were to confront you about something that I thought was maybe going on, I would just simply say it to your face and then watch me crash you dead in your tracks. Yeah, Yeah. but I don't think. But I just don't want to. I'm just not someone who's interested in being in a relationship where you always are kind of looking over your shoulder and worried about those types of things and anxious and anxious and like I don't and like I'm not going to be the person that's like anytime you go or do something I'm going to be okay. Let me see your phone. Like yeah. after you came back, maybe you went on a girl's trip or something. Like, I'm not you're funny. You're like, okay, bitch, you look cute. Yeah, I was like, slay, girl. <laughs> yes. What? But yeah, that's that's my answer to that. So this question, there's a couple of versions of this, but I actually really like this question. What do you think about me being an influencer and like posting everything or my life on social media? Because you're not, in, <laughs> you're not, <laughs> but because you keep things private and I kind of put everything on blast is this a dig because i haven't posted since your birthday <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> i've actually been so bad i was actually talking to one of my brothers i'm like shoot i didn't even post billy and anna's wedding i know you I'm like you're... i really dropped the ball there i might have to do like uh <laughs> i don't know i might have to bring that back and be like billy slide me some photos yeah you're just not an instagrammer but that's okay i, I don't know it's not yeah i don't know it's not so, like when i go somewhere and do something like the last thought in my mind is to like record it but whereas I normally am fine because you do that for me. Yeah, I take or like you force us to take pictures. Whereas, like my mom, for the longest time, like I would go visit friends that she was really close with from when I was in college, or we'd go do something, and she'd be like, "Make sure you take pictures. Like I want to see like what you guys are doing. Like I miss all the boys." And like I would never do it. I'd be like, "Oh, I took two pictures. One of them was an accident. I took a picture of the ground, and the other one was a screenshot of my home screen that I accidentally took." Like, I don't know. It's just not something that I do. But then with you, it's fine because whenever we're together, you make sure we you drag me in, in and out of photos or whatever. Wait, there's another good question. That's but to, I don't topic. know if we answered the actual question about how I feel about you being an influencer. Yeah. Does the stuff on social media ever intimidate you? No, not at all. How do you feel about it? One time you said something really cute to me. You were a little bit drunk, though. What did I say? Okay, one time you said something to me where you're like, it was when people at work would always ask you about me. And then you said, it's so crazy, like you're famous, but you're just still the person that I fell in love with. You said something like that, and I thought it was really cute, and I wrote yeah, it Yeah, you're my notes. just little old Shelby to me. You're yeah. not famous to me. I'm, which, is, <laughs> which I also think because I've seen you kind of grow through this whole phase. So, like, I don't know. It's just normal to me. Like, we, I knew it would happen once you started really pursuing it. Yeah. So, it's just you're still the same normal person. It doesn't bother me. And, like, sometimes I will 
roll my eyes when she wants to take a picture for the 17th time. And I'm like, Oh, come on. She's like, no, like we got to do it. I'm like, okay. Or like when you want to make videos or something. Sometimes you get mad at me about the videos, but Jake- so it's normally only cause you always try to catch me at like 1045 on like a Tuesday. And you're like, Hey, can we do this TikTok? And I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> I just worked all day, went straight from work to the gym. Like I just housed some food and now I'm ready to tuck it in. Yeah, Jake, I've caught him at the worst times for TikTok and sometimes he just gets ripped apart and I feel bad. Yeah, like the memory video when I was like, she went to, when she wanted me to cheers her when she made like nighttime memory tea. You made it in the form of tea. Baby, greens tea. Well, right. You made nighttime memory in the form of tea. So whatever, same thing. And like, she was like, okay, don't fall asleep. I got to do like two more things. And then it ended up taking her like 45 minutes and your boy was already passed out. And then you woke me up and I was a little bit cranky. (laughs) I probably had been sleeping for 30, 40 minutes. And then I get posted on TikTok or whatever and I get roasted. I'm like, well, catch anybody after they wake up. You're not the the most pleasant human being when you first wake up either. You know what? Actually, you guys, I don't know if anyone knows this. I'm cranky for like 10 minutes. Sometimes I'm kind of mean. No, you're 100% me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, whatever. Oh, my God. Sometimes I'm just sassy on the weekends. Okay, next yeah. question. Is Jake – I like this one. Is Jake ever intimidated by your ambition and confidence in knowing what you want? I mean, the face value answer is no because I don't know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> but in terms of anything that you want to do, no, it doesn't intimidate me. I'm here for the ride. I like that. What's the best piece of relationship advice you've ever gotten? Best piece of relationship advice that I've ever gotten. Um, I don't know. Probably that I'm not always right. <laughs> That's probably the biggest one. I have like an infatuation with being right all the time. Well, you are smart, my love. I know. But it's it's even like it's it's like even like stupid things like we'll be talking about sports and one of my friends will be like, oh, this so such and such happened. I'll be like, no, it didn't. And they'll be like, yeah, it did. I'll be like, no, it didn't. And then I immediately look it up and I'm like, oh, I was right. Like, it's just with everything. I just like want to be right. I will own up to it when I'm wrong. But off the first glance, I always think I'm right. Yeah. You're stubborn. But I'll wear it if I end up being wrong. I think if I could give a good piece of relationship advice... It would be around communicating where I think this is the biggest thing that we work on or actively work on in our relationship where I would say that the other person can't read your mind. So you have to communicate or you have to share your thoughts or um, talk about things or also just builds up. Yeah. I think that's my biggest I think piece normally for me, like communication was never my strong suit. Well, when I, this is my favorite, one of my favorite memories of us, actually. We were right before we started dating, or we might have just started dating. We were like yeah. driving on the highway. And I asked you what was like your strength in a past relationship and like what was your weakness or what do you think your strength and weaknesses in relationships? And you said your weakness was communicating, which was like my number one thing that I yeah. needed in a relationship. But then you like explain you're like willing to learn or willing to work on it. And I think you in every other area proves that you had the ability to do it. If that makes sense. Like when you think about your dedication, different things or like trying and learning or like succeeding at things that you do. But I think that that was, oh, you were saying like that's not natural or. It was never been natural for me. I'm like, especially if it's going to cause a problem, I normally just like let it die. But like I've realized you can't do that. Yeah. From both sides. Or like if you want to talk to me about something like I would just be like, ah, whatever. I don't want to deal with this right now where it's like you can't do that. Yeah. You have to talk about you have things. To talk about things. Because Which is hard. It's hard. It is hard. I think hard. for a lot of guys, it's hard too, because I don't like talking about things. I don't know. See, I like that. Share that perspective. Because I mean, obviously, a lot of my audience is female, where I, I feel like in our relationship, I over talk or like if anything bothers me, I will tell Jake like right away. And at first, I think for the most part, it would feel like a personal attack to you where. Well, yeah, because because like <laughs> Shelby will bring up anything big or small. And some of the things I'm like, really? Yeah, because. That's what we're bringing up right everything. now. I'm like, we've got to, we got to deal with this right now. Like, I don't want to deal with it, but it's like, you have to understand that. I think that TikTok you sent, was it a TikTok that you yeah. sent me? That was hilarious because it was spot on. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was revolved around like communication or even like when you get into fights and like when you get into a bad fight with your significant other, like the girl looks at it like it's the end of the world. And we're about and, to break and up. And about to break up. And the guy looks at it like 10 minutes later, he's not even thinking about it anymore. He's like, oh, that was normal, whatever. 
Yeah, and that's that, exactly how we are. Exactly. Like uh, I, I really won't understand why we're still talking about these things. I'm like, it was two days ago. Like I don't care. What are we talking about? I haven't thought about it in 48 hours. And you're like, well, it's still bothering me. And I'm like, okay, I guess we can talk through it again or whatever. But it, it was funny. Yeah, that I love that TikTok. But that really is true because I think for a lot of maybe it's just girls, but at least for me personally. Like, I have to talk about things and, like, get them out. And I feel like I'm so big on communicating where I'm, like, I want you to know how I felt. Like, I want to work past this. Or even if it's the stupidest, mm-hmm. smallest thing. Where Jake was always very, like, um, Jake doesn't get bothered, really, by anything. Like, he's very cool, calm, and collected. Like, not, it takes a lot to actually get to him or, like, make him mad. So, it's that difference in perspective. So, I think if, if your relationship is like this, I think the way that I look at it is it's almost like give and take from both sides where like I I know like if I want to talk to him about something I can but also I don't have to bring up every single thing in the entire world even though I like to and then from Jake it's like oh even if he doesn't think it's a big deal it's like oh we can still talk about it make me feel better because that's kind of what I need within our relationship even if he doesn't think it's a huge deal it's like oh we just have that difference in perspective yeah but you really don't get bothered by things. I feel like if anything I bring – and I'm not saying like you're like a problem in a relationship. I feel like we have a really great healthy relationship. But I just bring anything and everything up whereas I feel like you don't see things as big deals. So you don't really yeah, bring things up. Yeah, for me, I'm like there's no point in bringing it up. So and I'm a perfect little angel. You're actually a perfect little angel too. <laughs> Our last thing that I brought up that was like a big thing was like I was like, why are you walking faster than me at the airport? Yeah, I don't know. I was booking it. <laughs> I was locked in. I was trying to get us to our car. Next, how do you learn to not take the other person wanting and needing to do their own things personal? I feel like we're very independent. Yeah, I've always been an independent person. So like, if there's anything that you ever need to do, I'm like, go do it. Because I would want that same give and take. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I, I think it's because I'm very independent. I think. Whereas like, I like to do my own things too. Yeah. Like in terms of like what I want to do and like you do what you want to do. And it works because there's things you want to get done. There's things I want to get done. So it doesn't, I don't know. It does. I think because I'm so independent, that never has bothered me ever. I think so. In, I like that you're independent. I like that I'm independent. And so I don't think I take it personal or like um, get upset when we need to do our own things. I will say the only time I feel like we ever fought about it or like I got upset about it is when you were golfing so much and you didn't realize that I had more free time. Yeah. And then we just solved that by literally communicating and you being like, oh wait, I didn't realize you had free time. And we'd be like, oh, well, I guess I didn't tell you that. Yeah. And it like, makes sense. From my perspective, it was like, if someone were to ask me like, hey, what shall we doing today on a Saturday? I'd be like, oh, she's working until five or six o'clock. Because that's what you did for so long. Yeah. But then there's also times where we could slow down and be like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, I think that's a and good Because you might also be in a position where you're like, hey, I need a break. Yeah. So like, I don't want to spend this Saturday alone doing nothing while you're golfing or doing whatever, watching football with your friends or whatever you're doing, because I need a break and I want to do something with you. That really was a good point in our relationship where we were communicating, because I felt like we weren't spending time together or you weren't prioritizing me, but it was literally made so much sense. You're yeah. like, oh, I just thought that you were working or you had your own thing. And then I realized I didn't say anything about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. Because, I mean, you'll literally go weeks where you work every single day. Yeah. and Like late on Saturdays and Sundays, too. So that's like we kind of got into autopilot, I think. Yeah. I think something else. This isn't a question, but I feel like, like there's some couples that talk or text or are with each other 24-7 where we're kind of opposite. Where, like, we don't text that much, but we have, like, very consistent habits in terms of when we talk to each other on the phone. Yeah. Like, I will usually call you. It's a little bit different because you go in the office certain days, but I'll call you in the morning. You'll call me after work when you're driving home. Mm-hmm. And then if we don't text during the day, it's not personal, which I think is one of my favorite things about our relationship. Yeah. I mean, I've never been one to, to be, like, we need to talk 24-7. <laughs> but then We've also, run out of things to say. I know. But then also, like, your job is on the phone all day essentially or being recorded all day like you don't you're not just like even if you're on your phone you're most likely not sitting there looking at text messages yeah but so in this last question i feel like when it said how do you learn to not take the other person wanting slash needing to do their own things personal i have an opinion on this where i think when you find a person that you're gonna be in a relationship with i think that people have different qualities or characteristics when it comes to that where in my past relationship the person that i was dating was 
exact like I feel like we work very well because we're both very independent and yeah. we both see where we can do things together we can do things apart whereas in my previous relationship it really didn't work for me because that person really wanted to do everything together like it was really offensive if I wanted to go hang out with my friends that were like all girls without him yeah and so I think that's where it gets confusing where people get hurt or get their feelings hurt or it doesn't line up is when there's two opposites that it's not they're not on the same page so for example if we weren't on the same page or we didn't discuss it say we did things independently and i got like heard about it like if i wasn't invited places that i feel like that would cause problems so i think for that for people it'd be like communicating and knowing if your partner is more independent or codependent and what you actually want or i feel like both of us are independent and like that in each other as well yeah i think i think it's yeah it starts with talking about it and then figuring out like, like, like there, there also can be give and take to that too. Like if your significant other wants to like have time to go hang out with his or her, her friends or whomever, um, like honor that, but then also like make sure that you express your feelings around, Hey, I want time carved out for me, whether that's going out together with a group of friends or having a date night or, you know, whatever that may be that comes up, like just making sure that it's clear and concise, like what expectations are. But I think there also, there always has to be some give and take. Yeah. Like I always love hanging out with my brothers. I always love hanging out with my friends. Like I'm going to go golfing. We're going to watch football, but like there will be some times where I might have to give that up because you want to do something. And for your schedule, it only works during X, Y, Z timeframe. So I think it's just always the give and take. But if you just sit there and get mad about it without expressing that, that's kind of on you. Yeah. I like that. My love. What are your values in a relationship? Oh, I think mine are pretty simple. Yeah. Like just trust. Trust for me is like the biggest one because I'm not a type of person that's going to be all up in your business 24 seven. And I don't want that back. Yeah. Right. Um, So that's like the biggest thing for me. Um, Cause there are times where I want to do my own thing, like with my friends or with my brothers or with whoever. Um, And I want you to be able to just like, there's times when I'm being unhinged in Chicago yeah. with my roommates. And, I, and I'm and i like, girl, go have fun. Like, I trust <laughs> you. But it's also like I love your friends. I trust your friends. And your friends are very good people too. So I know you guys wouldn't ever even put yourselves in a situation to do something. I think if anything, it's the opposite where I get yeah. like pissed off yeah. at people. When I think of like Kara and Kayla especially, like they're like guard dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, get away. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think for me, I mean, the biggest one for me is trust. Like even back to like the cell phone thing, like you have my password, I know your password, but like you don't go on my phone, I don't go on your phone. Like it's, I think we're past that point of like, yeah, that's kind of petty in my opinion. Yeah. I think I value trust. I value communication and I value growth a lot in relationships. Cause it's like, I, you know, when you read things or like they talk about relationships and obviously the divorce rates are really fucking high. And they talk about how, like, love's not enough or anything like that. I feel like we have really good – like, we love each other, but then there's, like, we coexist. We exist together. We understand each other. We, like – like, when I think about our future together, I always think about – this is funny, but I always think about the fact that when we have kids, I'll always be able to work out. Like, I know that we'll both always prioritize things that yeah. matter to each other. And I feel like – why do I feel like me and Jake are drinking a glass of wine? Why do I feel like I want to cry? Because <laughs> I, I want to have kids. But I feel like like – I understand that about you where I know it's not just like a love lust thing. It's like we love, respect each other, trust each other. Like we, yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I think the biggest thing, another thing for me too is like respect. Like yeah. that's a huge one. Cause I think, I think a big cause of problems can be if someone feels disrespected. Yeah. You, you are then, very about respect. Then you kind of get put like when someone feels disrespected, you can almost like put yourself in a corner where then you get more aggressive or more combative and like that that for me is a big thing too like I like respect that. whether that's just like you know respecting you with what I say how I treat you yeah or also like how like, I res- asked to be treated yeah or like respecting your time too like respecting the things that you want to do like giving up things that you want to do because like you want to hang out with me or like just it's it's kind of a top to bottom type of thing however you want to look at it but I think those like trust and respect are probably at the top of my list. I like those, my love. I think men are communication and growth and trust, obviously. Yeah. 
but we're going to keep growing through life. So it's like the support. I feel like you give me so much room to grow always. And you're very supportive of me always, which is nice. I feel like sometimes I feel like you and Miranda, so Miranda's my roommate, are the only people in a way that know me, which makes me, it sounds insane because I put my entire life online, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I just get so stressed with work and things going on that you're like very grounding for me and very helpful in terms of my growth. Next question. What are our favorite things about each other mentally and physically? OMG physically, I know what Jake's going to say. Do you? Yeah, you're going to say my butt cheeks. I was going to say your eyes. Oh my God, thanks my love. Are you, why are you just going to throw me under the bus? Like that? <laughs> Jake, I try really hard to get a fat ass. We're, I can talk like that. That's okay. Sorry, mom. But I, oh my God. Yeah, hey. <laughs> but I try really hard to get a fat ass. But anyway, I like that you like my eyes. I like physically about you. I like everything. I like your arms. I like your smile. I like your face. I like your hair. <laughs> a week and a half after you get a haircut. <laughs> Me and Jacob have been fighting because I want him to grow his hair long, but he's, like, very routine with his haircuts. But I support you. What do I like about you mentally? What do you like about me mentally? I like that you – sometimes this is actually my favorite thing about you and my least favorite thing about you, which I think is really interesting. I like how you make decisions and you make them for yourself. Like, you make a decision and that's your decision. And it's, like, you don't get swayed by peer pressure. You don't get swayed by what other people are going to think. And I love that about you, but then I also hate it because <laughs> when you're like, like last night we were hanging out and we were at my sister's house where Jake lives now and we were all hanging out and I was like, oh, I just want to hang out with my boyfriend. But then he didn't feel good and it was like nine. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And I'm like, no, just stay up and like hang out this little bit longer. And he's like, no, I'm going to bed. <laughs> so it's like my favorite thing about you, but then sometimes it doesn't work out in my favor and I get a little upset that I'm like, no, that's like, it's the yin and yang. Like you, like, I love that about him and that's who he is. So it's like, that's. Even when it doesn't work out in my favor, I still love it. Thank now, you. what's your favorite thing about me mentally? Uh, probably just like your mentality and how you approach life. How is that? It's savage. Ooh. <laughs> no, but um, I think a lot of times you just like approach things positively and you like try to find, obviously you're still a human being and you get frustrated and sometimes can get negative if, if like there's a flurry of things that don't go your way. But In the days I, that I have mental breakdowns. Yeah, I think for the... <laughs> For the most part, though, like the way you approach life is just like a, it's just like positive and happy and like you choose to be happy that because that's a lot of like how I choose to live. Like I don't choose to let things stress me out even when I'm having the worst day. It's always like, you know, what we do isn't like life or death. Yeah. Right. I know you know I've, not said, that deep. I've said that many a times to you, but but no, I think for the most part, like just like how you carry yourself through life is very positive and happy and. I need that because I can't I can't have a Debbie Downer. Oh, well, thank you, my love. <laughs> I'd ask your boyfriend how it feels to have his youngest brother be so loving, caring, and handsome. Well, I know that was Zach. Zach's one of my favorite people ever. We So we kind of have like – I call it a cult. I'm not kidding. I think it's a cult. So like Jake and I's friend group is literally family. It's like my family, his family, and my brother-in-law's family. And it's so interesting because every weekend it's like, and all of us are all the same age. We're like 20. I mean, Z's the youngest. He's 23. Yeah. 23 to 29. No, how old's Brad? Brad's like 30. Well, Brad's 30. Yeah, I guess. It's Brad's like, like 32, 33, I think. Yeah. It's like 23 to 30 Two something. 33. And it's like well, we hang I guess out. Andre's a year older than me too. Yeah. But we all hang out every single weekend. It's like our family and extended family. And it's so nice it's like it really is so cool sometimes I get sad and Jake knows this but I get sad and I'm like oh, I feel like I don't have friends or like my best friends live somewhere else but like I love that when I do have free time I get to spend it with my family his family and that we get to get close yeah we and, have fun. and I just want you to be around boo boo kitty cat meow my nephew it's my nickname for him all yeah. the time so you that you get him. baby fever you can just call him Leo no he's my boo boo kitty cat meow don't call him that when he gets older he won't appreciate it I'm, I'm only stopping the nickname when he asks me and then I'm gonna go to the the BBKCM and call him that okay what is a quality or what qualities I actually really like this one because they call me shelves said what qualities um the shelf shelf have that you are actively looking for in a relationship <laughs> So before we started dating, what actually drew you to me or what qualities did I have that made you think that we would have a successful relationship? I think from just like the outside looking in, you just seemed like an all around happy person. That actually has always been your favorite thing about me, yeah. I think, because you said that before we were dating. Yeah, I mean, that was probably my number one. Like, I know sometimes you're good at like masking how you feel and like can put on the, the 
the song and dance if you need to, but I think genuinely most of the time that's that's how you are. Can you give me more compliments? <laughs> what other qualities do you like about me, my love? Um, I mean, I like that you're very hardworking. I mean, you probably work more than anybody I know. Thank you. Like you would think that you just started out at like a law firm, <laughs> like 80 hours a week. I do love that, except you do stress yourself out a lot, which I don't like that. But I think that's, I was going to say, that's probably your least favorite thing about me. Yeah. I, I, like you work yourself to the point where it's like a plus and minus, I guess you could say. It's like, I love how hard you work, but also like you work yourself to the bone too much. Yeah. And then you stress yourself out. Yeah. Then I call you crying. Yeah. Then you do that. What else do you like about me? Um, trying to be specific. I like, I think one of the things that like a huge thing for me is like how my family not sees you, but like interacts with you, like how close you guys are. Like there's a huge thing. Cause like my, me and my brothers, like my brothers and I, if you will, um, like they're always going to be a part of my life and like, we're really close. And so I don't even know if it's technically a quality, but just something that I like was how easy. And like, I know you already kind of knew Zach. And stuff like that. But like how easy you kind of just like fit in, fit in with the squad. Yeah. Like that's huge for me. Like if one of my brothers is like, yo, she's got to go. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> like we, we can't keep her around. And I mean, same thing with my parents. Like obviously, you know, my parents, they're great. But like not that my mom would ever Your mom's my favorite mean. person. Like she doesn't, she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. But she would have a very nice way of telling me if she didn't like you. Yeah. And like that's a huge thing for me. Which she does. She adores you. So Jake's brothers are my best friends. I feel like I talk about them a lot. I post them all the time trying to help find girlfriends. And you know what? They're not helping themselves at this point. They're I think they're just very they're very introverted extroverts once they get to know you, but I think they're pretty shy. But they're my favorite yeah. people. I love your family. I love that we're both very actually one of my favorite things I wrote this when I was like manifesting before we started before we met and started dating. But I literally wrote I would never date a youngest child and I was looking for someone that was an older sibling. Like that's what I thought my perfect match would be because they would understand my perspective and how much I valued my family, how much I cared about my siblings, how I act with, acted with them. And I do feel like me and Jake are both the second oldest. And I feel like we really understand each other from that regard. And it makes a lot of sense, I think. I agree. Next. But side note, when talking about my brothers, like how you meet Zach and how you meet Lars as alter ego. <laughs> so no, that's funny. So two I, separate things. But if you can get to meeting Lars, you're in. You're in, and you will laugh until you literally pee your pants. So I love playing games, and we went to Faster Horses with our cult group. So like our family. So my family, Jake's family, my sis, my brother-in-law's family. We were all sitting outside one day, all hungover, and I started playing a game and I was like what name would everyone give themselves if they didn't have their real name exactly. and Zach didn't hesitate he wanted to go first <laughs> he like stood up and was like I want, I'm Lars <laughs> he was like you know I really like the name Lars Zach's like actually genuinely the funniest person I've ever met Jake I think that you're hilarious but Zach's like just naturally so funny I don't understand sometimes. I, just, I don't understand like the things that comes out of his mouth like he's just so he clever just does like I mean, I, I don't know. It could be years of him getting picked on from us where he just decided that he needed to be super quick-witted and hilarious, but <laughs> he's, he's something. But so Zach goes by, like, in our, our friend group, he goes by Lars when he's acting up or just when we're, like, out for a night. But yeah. he's he's so funny. And then Luke is, like, Luke's my age, so he's my best friend. And he's very – it's kind of worked out really nice because Luke's friends don't really live here and my friends yeah. don't really live here, so yeah. – so he hangs out with us all the time. And we're and everyone else in our friend group besides Z is older. So like me and Luke were kind of the odd ones out, but not really. We're like, you guys had like all, you guys have all been friends for longer. Yeah. Or like that was your friend group that we came into. And like he's, he's known a lot of my friends too. Yeah. Same with me and Rachel's friends. Like because, I've known all of them. Because he doesn't have a lot of friends here, he would always hang out with us. And that's kind of how I felt at first. Like I'd always hang out with Rachel's friends. So yeah. then it worked out really well that me and Luke had each other. And it worked out even better that you guys were brothers because then it's like I have an automatic best friend at every event. So like Jake standing in a wedding, doesn't matter. I'm not alone at the table. I'm just hanging out with Luke. Yeah. Or like when we go on the boat and get a hangout, it's all so nice. But Luke's really sweet and Zach's really funny. So if you're looking – whatever your category is, looking for a man. We got you covered. Yeah. And if, and if they don't DM you back, you know what? They're very shy. And I also don't know if they're – I know that they got overwhelmed the first time I put them on blast because they got a lot of messages and they didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, there was a lot. How do you manage your time in the evening and waking up when you're together? Now, I've got a thought on this. So when we hang out or when we have sleepovers, say it's on like, I was going to say school night. Say it's on a night (laughs) 
where like I'm working out in the morning and typically Jake works out now because Jake goes into the office and has like a long drive in the morning. So I wake out, work out in the morning and Jake works out after work. But one thing that I love is like, if, if I tell you that's what I'm doing, you're never like, oh, stay in bed or it's, you're never distracting me from anything. If no, anything, you help you, me. When your alarm goes off 15 times at this point, I'm kicking you out. Yeah. So I have a lot of alarms, but I just like them. It's like you set an alarm like every four minutes though. So it's almost like you don't even give your alarm a chance to stop to stop before another one's going off. But I think what I like about our routines is like Jake goes to bed actually earlier than me. Jake's like out at like nine most nights, I feel like. Nine. Yeah, my love, you nine, are. Nine. Yes. Nine is occasional. No, it's consistent. I might be in bed at nine, but I ain't going. I, You're I, out for the count. No like if chance. I come over on a school night late. No chance. If I come over late. At like 9 to 9.30, you're like actually zombie I'm status. getting ready for bed. I think that actually adds up too as to why we don't hang out that much during the week. Because you go to bed super early and I like to go to bed, but... You like to go to bed at like 11-ish. <laughs> yeah, lately Whereas I've been going me, to bed I'm later. Like, like 10 o'clock is like when I ideally would want to be asleep. You, 10 or 10 I think you do that pretty consistently. Yeah. But I feel like when it comes to – so I feel like a lot of people struggle with their significant other and having their habits and routines. What I think works for us is that we both work out and value working out, which makes sense. Like it's not like I'm ever making you skip. I feel like very, very rarely do either of us ever have the other one have to skip something like our workouts where it's like yeah. maybe it's a birthday dinner or yeah. something like that and you kind of get screwed and you have to skip it. But for the most part, I think that we both – are very aware of each other's goals and why we're doing it. I think what I would say to people that struggle with their habits and routines with their partner is to like communicate what it is to them. Yeah. I was going to say like, even on weeks where we have things going on, like we'll know ahead of time. So say, you know, you're like, for example, your dad had his birthday dinner on a Friday. Like what I would do is schedule my workouts around maybe that day because I, I might not be able to work out after work that day. So it's just like, for me, I like to just know what my week's going to look like and then plan it out from there. Yeah. I so I think that. we just kind of figure it out week to week. Not that I always have a ton going on during the week. We normally don't, but we make it work when we do. Okay. This one's easy. What's one item of your significant others that you'd want to throw away? I want to throw away your ugly ass orange and red striped golf shirt. <laughs> no, that's a sick shirt. It's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, I only okay. hate it. No, I, okay. I only I hate it. I wear it in public. I only but hate on it because. Golf course, I get compliments. That's fair, my love. Yeah. How about limit it with me? Because one time we went to Mexico for my roommate's wedding and I had on this little silk green, little cute dress and Jake literally wanders on yonder up to where I am and he has an orange and red striped shirt. In my defense, you didn't tell me you were wearing green. In my defense, why did you pack that? It's a good golf shirt. It's 9,000 degrees in Mexico. It's very breathable. What would you throw out of mine? Oh, your raggedy shoes that you don't <gasps> take care of. Oh, my Drives God. Drives me nuts. Jake buys me shoes, you guys, and then he acts so flabbergasted, so shocked, so surprised when they get dirty. But I wear them, how do, how do I act flabbergasted when you know how I am with my shoes? You know what? Actually, I want to call you out. How come you won't match me at the airport? I don't know. You've never been like, hey, let's wear this outfit. We always just wake up and go to the airport. Fine. But yeah, Jake's very specific about his shoes. He keeps his shoes here's very clean. I wear shoes every day too. But but like you wear the way you wear shoes, it looks like you like if we're on the sidewalk, like I'm missing the puddle. If you're on the sidewalk, like you're purposely stepping in the mud puddle. Like that's what it looks like. And I'm like, how? Where are you going? I'm just acting up. Where are you going where these shoes got to get so dirty? Just run through a field after it rained? Like, what are we doing? Honestly, today like I, got, how? I got my white shoes so dirty. Today I got so upset. I was oh, like, I should probably drives go me nuts. Like, Shelby got me shoes for Valentine's Day. Beautiful. Love the gift. Like, those things Love will last gift. me for 10 years and they will look pristine. I'll wear, I'll wear <laughs> shoes to work and people are like, oh, are those new? I'm like, no, I've had these for three years. They're like, shut up. I'm like, no, they're literally three years old i just take care of my shoes you're just obsessed with shoes yeah because shoes can complete the outfit you know what i want to talk about too before we end is so when it comes to social media you obviously don't really care about me putting you on blast saying i want to get pregnant Mm -mm. because i do and you already know that so it's not a shock but this the only place i feel like we ever run into arguments really ever where you're like upset with me is i feel like if i say too many personal things because you like to keep things private but i like to keep things I like to just say everything. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, there's things that can be private, but 
I understand where you come from with wanting to be fully transparent, but like some things you can ask me before you, <laughs> yeah, before I you just put it, put me on blast. I learned that. Most I, of the time I don't care. A lot of the stuff is like little, like maybe taking a dig at me. Like that stuff doesn't bother me. You know what? I think but it is. But there are it's some a, things where you're like, hey, maybe run it by me first and then we can figure out if this is what we're going to talk about. It's that same perspective of like where things would upset me, but like you didn't realize because they right. would upset you. So it's the same when it came from like, me. Like for you, you wouldn't care because you tell everybody everything. Yeah. Whereas for me, like. You're a little bit more private, yeah. which I should, which I actually feel like I've been doing a little bit better mm-hmm. of respecting. Okay. This one's a funny question. It says, how do y'all handle boundaries with friends of the other sex? Well, number one, I don't really have many friends of the other sex. <laughs> Besides like that aren't your family. brother-in-law, my brothers. <laughs> I really, and you know what, in terms of Jake, like, I feel like you have a lot of friends that are girls that almost all of them have become my friends. Yeah. Where I feel like from my perspective, it really does come down to like trusting the person that you're with. And if you don't trust them, not being that relationship but also if they give you a reason to distrust them trust that reason and then leave that relationship yeah as well yeah i feel like we really don't run into that problem i feel no, like we really don't we run don't. into any problems i think it's easy too because like all the girls in the office like they love you so like not to mention ha- like my office is going through like an engaged married phase right now where a lot of them are getting engaged and married too and like I'm friends with their husbands or fiancés or wives or whatever it is. Yeah. And so it's just not like a, I don't know. None of like the, the girls that I'm friends with are like have ill intentions or anything like that. Yeah. And I like all of them. Know. They're all super nice people. I think that there's also like if we zoom out and think about other people listening when it's like, okay, how do you manage that with like friends of the opposite sex? I think it really would just be trust. But also like if there's someone or a relationship that made you feel uncomfortable, like if say I was friends with. I mean, my guy friends, my only guy friends from college, like, were dating or are dating my best friends. But if at any point those relationships made you feel uncomfortable, I would – I think how we would handle it or how I would hope we would handle it would be just you coming to me and saying, like, this is the aspect that makes me feel uncomfortable. And then it would be on me to stop and be like, oh, that's obviously not my intention and I'm really sorry and here's how we can go moving forward. I think, think too, it's very circumstantial. Like, it's not like I'm hanging out with these girls where you're not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm like, hey, going out with the girls tonight. Like, see you never. <laughs> see you later. See you at 5 a.m. Like, it's not what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm friends with them in the office. Like, sometimes, like, as an office, like, we'll go out to things. I mean, a lot of the people I work with are similar in age to Shelby and I. So, like, it is a fun crowd, but it's also, like. Why would me in the 29 category? I'm only 25, my love. I was making the range 25 to 29. Oh, Thank I wanted you. to point out that I'm yeah. 25 and he's 29. Um, but I think it's circumstantial. Like, it's not like I'm doing something shady with these girls of mine that are friends, like going behind your back to hang out with them or something like that. It's like, if I were to see them like 9.8 times out of 10, like you're going to be there too. Yeah. I think, so I think before we end this episode, I want to think more about what other people might be struggling with in their relationships or with past relationships or looking for someone. So I think in terms of us and our relationship, why do you think that we work really well? I don't know if that made sense. I have a couple No, I, I think it makes sense. I think I think at the end of the day we both have similar qualities and things that we that we that are like top of our list. Yeah, I in think in terms of what you need from me and vice versa. But I think at the end of it, at the end of the day, the two biggest things are like trust and communication. I'm not great at communicating, but I've gotten better at yeah, it. Yeah, you've gotten so and much better. And now I'm to a life. place where I would feel comfortable being like, "Hey, what you did upset me." Whereas in previous relationships, like I just wouldn't say anything, and I would kind of let it fester. Yeah. Or like not say anything to the point where it got worse, and then I regretted not saying that thing. Yeah. So it's like I think those are the two biggest things. Yeah. That is a really great point for like guys. And I do feel like a lot of times it's, it is a lot harder for the for the guys to want to to want to have that conversation or to say those things. Yeah. Um or I mean maybe this is just me being biased because you've been so you're so quick to not in a bad way but like if something bothers you like you say it right away. Yeah. And like you've always been like that since the first time we met. Whereas for me I was more like I don't want to bring it up and cause an argument or call, or do this. Like, I didn't feel the need to do that. I don't know why. I think it was just because I was stubborn or, like, maybe I just essentially – or maybe I just genuinely didn't want to deal with it. I think you don't want to do it. Yeah, it could be it. Like, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Right? Like, just trying to be, like, a hard ass or something. But I think that's the biggest thing for me is, like, I trust you 
And like, I do know that, that neither of us are perfect, nor is our relationship perfect. So at the end of the day, like we can kind of talk through anything. Yeah. And like, we still fight and have arguments just like anybody else. Not but really. Like, I feel like, well, yeah, but I feel like we our, still do, but, but like, we pick how we want to fight. I feel like that's and the we're, And we're, we've been able to get through things by talking about it. Even yeah. If, even when I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always want to talk. But that that's probably like the word of advice. And it's like, it's not, it's not like we're doing anything extraordinary or like out of this world. It's simply. We're just communicating. Yeah. And when we have problems working through, so it's never the same thing. Because like the worst thing you can do is like have a problem or have, like you have a problem with me or I have a problem with you not say anything and letting it compound yeah until it turns into like this bigger situation yeah i feel like we do pretty good pretty good i feel like we covered everything so jake's proposing to me this week (laughs) but no i think we'll well i'm gonna start looking at wedding venues probably just so you know because you know what over here in michigan y'all it's actually everything's booked up pretty quick so if we want to get married in 2024 wait what year is it yeah, if we want to get married in 2024, got to get on that. This is another reason why I don't want a wedding. I don't want to do any of the planning, and I know you don't want to do any of the planning. You know, the thing that's funny about that is there's a job circulating. Right? <laughs> so wedding doesn't. planning. Yeah. And they're called wedding planners. You know what's even funnier is I worked in event planning, so yeah. I know how to do it. But when do you realistically think that we'll have a wedding or get engaged? Well, you don't have to say – why don't you just say quarter one, quarter two? <laughs> I ask him this every time when we're like – Say we're like laying in bed and maybe I'm a little tipsy. I always say, can you just say what quarter it is that you're going to propose me in? One of them. Uh, I'll <laughs> never know. You'll never know. Nor will any of your followers. No. Well, I guess you guys will know as soon as I do. I told Jake, Jake doesn't want anyone to know, so it can be a surprise. But I begged him. I'm like, please just talk to my sister, Sophia. You don't have to talk to all my sisters. Sophia will keep it a secret. Just talk to her because she knows me. My taste the best, I'll say. I mean, there are people that will know. But they'll be my trusted confidants. Do you guys know Jake? Our best friend. So we're both standing in their wedding. Lauren and Al. He, those were his previous roommates. He lived with for about two years. They were getting engaged. And Lauren's one of my best friends. And Jake didn't tell me for four months. Like actually kept it a secret. Had the ring in his room. I had no idea. And then he casually texted me when I was at my pageant this year. And was like, hey, by the way, Lauren and Elle are engaged. And I lost my mind. I'm like, <laughs> what? When someone tells me a secret, I keep the secret. Yeah, Jake is very trustworthy. But I love this little interview. If you guys like it and want to do more, you can ask us more questions or advice. But this is really, really great. And is I'm that, excited. Is that you slightly asking me to come back for part two? Yeah. No, you know what, Jake? We took a bathroom <laughs> break. We took a bathroom break. And Jake was like, fine. If there's a lot of questions, I can come back for part two. I think he's loving it. He's doing really great. But I really like this because I like that you got a chance to talk and share your perspective and that people could get to know you a little bit more because I just openly love you so much. And it's not like you really give off much on your Instagram about <laughs> Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, because you're not an Instagrammer, but that's okay. Not all of us can be little social media stars, but I can help you, my love. I keep trying to tell Jake, just start a cooking account. Like, we'd be so much more powerful as a team because there's so many cute little TikToks that I want to do, but Jake's not a big dancer, but maybe one day. I just don't got the rhythm like that. You do, though. You're a great dancer. <laughs> You haven't really seen me do anything. I like I send him videos of us like or of people doing flips and tricks and stuff. I'm like, can we please do this? He's like, you got me fucked up. If you think I can do that flip, heavy f bomb to close her out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, anyway, I love you, Jake, and I'm happy that everyone got to talk to you and get to know you a bit better. But thank you for coming on my Set of Savage podcast, and also Jake's boss listens to my podcast. So hey, shout out Ren. <laughs> Anyway, bye, you guys. I'll be back next week. Love y'all. Now you have to say this. Bye. Bye.